Hi, welcome back to Luis Hunting Strategies Podcast. I'm Wes. And this is Clinton Kenneth Manning the first. Today, Wesley and I got rid of Levi. We're done with him. <laughs> <laughs> now he's on vacation. He's in he, vacation, but working. Like, I don't know how yeah, that works. Yeah, vacation work. I don't know. He's laying concrete in Florida. That's just, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. Well, it's Levi. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, this week, Wesley and I have on my wonderful ex step cousin, Parker. You want to say hello, Parker? What's up, guys? It's Parker. Of course. Ex step cousins. Yeah, of course. That's confusing, but that's how you know we're boys, right? We're ex step cousins, and we're probably going to be back being step cousins. Long story, just don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> also, if you hear any giggles in the background, we kind of got an audience today. So, yeah, yep. little our first in studio guests, yep. um, other than the candy man the one time, but that, yep. he didn't really have much to offer. <laughs> um, today, we're going to tell about uh, our wonderful experience today. I I do this thing every year for sheds. I take hay and corn out to the deer because I'm I'm stupid and I spend lots of money because I like shed antlers. As the first time I was on here, Wesley knows. Yep. So I asked Wesley this week. I said, hey, I was like, I'm going to be taking hay out to my farm this week if you're bored and want to come with. Um, little preface for anyone who's not in eastern Iowa. We got about two feet of snow this week. Yep, in three days. <laughs> it was <laughs> honest drifting, so that makes it even better. I've been asking for two feet of snow all winter. We finally got it. I'm really happy. Just on, not on a very good day where we had to make a three-mile round trip walk. Yeah, yeah well, well, 2.87 well, miles, but yeah, still. Just a little walk. The snow makes it feel like double that, though. Yeah, yeah. So we, uh, luckily, I, uh, you know, scammed him into doing that, so he was too committed and, uh, him and Jill did not plan anything. Gotta love that. Yeah. Well, when a friend asks for help, you help him, you know. Yeah, there's it's definitely hopefully I can scratch the back back, you know, oh, eventually. Yeah. But uh so then I texted my neighbor yesterday because it's way easier to take his land to get to my farm because it's quite a bit. And he gave us permission. So I think that really saved us like big time too. Yeah. The way you explained the public land sounded like it would have sucked. We'd probably still be out there. <laughs> <laughs> We'd been eaten by the coyotes and bobcats already, yep. if that was the yep. case. Um, but so did that. And then I think I messaged Parker last night. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, you did. Yeah. And so I messaged him and I was wondering what he was doing today because, you know, I got to find more poor souls to help us because of how <laughs> bad this is. And, uh, so then this morning I messaged him, make sure he was still good. And he said, yeah, I'm going to go shovel my snow and then be ready. And I was like, okay, perfect. So we got all the hay ready. I bought all the corn and stuff yesterday. And I don't know what time did you end up getting to my house this morning? Uh, about quarter to 10 or so. That ain't too bad. Brought the no. new the new scoob. Got I got the new scoob. I so I gotta bring this up. Apparently a scoob is a Subaru. And I don't know if I'm just like stupid. Okay, I know I am, but like I don't know how I didn't know that. You're just behind on times and the lingo man. I, I drive an 06 truck, okay? That's just <laughs> as simple as that a scoob. But I think we did that and then we had to run to what? Walmart, Tyson's the bank. Yep. Stupid day. I don't know why I planned all that, but it all worked out. <laughs> The, let's just get into this. Right? I guess I'm just beating around the bush. So we all four of us load up in my truck and head out to the farm. Roads, I thought, were decent today. They were, except for the gravels. Except, yeah, the yeah. gravels weren't great. The drifts. It wasn't <laughs> gravel. It was snow. Yeah, straight <laughs> snow. So I think we loaded up 10 bales, three bags of corn, yep. and the sled. So, you know, I had big plans yeah. to uh, take lots of food out there because the more food equals more antlers in my head. Right. Makes sense. Or more stupidity. Mm, a little bit of both. <laughs> but I think we're not even 100 yards on the gravel road and we see our first drift. Is that about right? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. And that was probably, what, a two-foot drift across the way? Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and we nah, looked. we'll be fine. I did say that. We looked. There was other vehicle tracks. So I'm like, there's no way we're not going to make it if someone else did. And and as Parker knows, and you know, the truck's a beast. It just does whatever you want it well, to. Yeah. Dude, truck yeah. stuff to a T. Truck stuff. <laughs> um, so... We go through that first drift, and I'm like, all right, well, this, if the road's anything like this, we'll just turn around. And then my next plan was to turn around at the next intersection. We got to there, and I was like, well, it doesn't look no, that we, we would have got stuck in that one, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so then I keep going, because yep. why wouldn't you? And I, I don't know. My farm's out a mile down this road. We went through lots of drifts. Weren't really sure quite where the road was, but with those tracks in front of us before, it was good enough for me. Yeah. yeah. And then we had to go past my farm because... You know, you couldn't really turn around anywhere. And so we got past that, found a spot. The best backup instructions I've ever received today <laughs> were from Wes. We're, Hanging out the window because he couldn't see out the mirrors. Yeah, I, I figured I could back into someone's driveway, and then which was also plowed or snowed in. Yep. 
And so it worked. It was fantastic. He was telling me when to pin it, you know, turn the wheel more, go straight back. It's fantastic. Yeah, it worked out. I've done it a few time or two, you know. Yeah, it's great. I, I love it. Good co-pilot, that's yep, for sure. Yep. The peanut gallery's over there t- whispering. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so we did that, and we turned around. We could tell it was probably like, what, eight inches of snow across the whole gravel road. Not, oh, at least. Not yeah. to happen where everything's drifted. Yep. So we pulled up to the gate where we're going. And I pulled off on the side of the road, and I was like, well, I hope we can get out. And the first drift we see, Wesley loved it. I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was up to my crotch. Step right into it, and this sunk. And I was like, it's going to be a long day. Yeah, it was at least a three-and-a-half-foot drift right next to where we need to go. So I was like, okay, I'm not pulling in to there. We're, we had to take all the hay over. I'm glad I made the audible call to just take the four bales instead of all 10 and make multiple trips. Yeah. Because I feel like I'd have killed all of us. Oh, we've yeah, we yeah. would have died. We got about halfway back and probably would have just left it, and I probably would have walked back to the truck, not going to lie. Or might have just died. Yeah. Let me know when y'all done. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But uh, we took all the hay, I think, to the gate and kind of threw it over, yep. all the ones we wanted. And then we got wonderful pictures of this. The, my favorite picture, I guess, I don't know if you saw it, but Jill saw I haven't saw seen any of the pictures yet. Where though. you were up on top of that drift because you were confident you could stay up on top. Yep, and, bloop, and then the next step, you're crotching deep. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, those will all be up on the Facebook later. You guys can just laugh at us. Yeah, it was it was good. I'm glad we got some pictures today. Um, so once we got everything over the gate, we ratchet strapped. Was it three bales and all three bags? Four bales. I, we carried the one bale. So on the oh, yeah, on the yeah, sled yeah. itself. That's right. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So we got a little ice sled. This is a life hack for sure to have the sled to pull it back. It wasn't bad. Well, like it was <laughs> for as bad. bad as it was. Yeah. <laughs> it's not so bad now that we're thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> like like I explained, the secondhand fun. Yeah. That's what yeah. it was. It sucks in the moment, but then after you're done, like, okay, that wasn't so bad. 100%. I don't know if it was fun, I guess, but it wasn't bad. No. We got that loaded up. You guys started on the sled, and I carried that last bale. And you guys, for some reason, were running. I didn't know what was up with all that. I was just trying to keep up with him. I was trying to keep up with him. His legs were long. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we ran for, what, 200 yards? And we are like, okay, this is dumb. Yeah. <laughs> we slowed down. You guys yeah. kept like taking breaks. And I'm like, maybe if you just like paced yourself, you wouldn't take so many breaks. And it was all uphill. For the first little Yeah, the first little bit was, and it was for deep, sure. Like knee deep. With like, what? I don't know, 200 pounds on the sled? I if, I would say if each bale averages 50 pounds, it's 150 of those plus the 40 or 50 pound bag. So it's probably closer to 300 pounds yeah. on that sled, which yeah. is super smart. Yeah, we're awesome. Yeah, I think so. After your first two breaks, I think, is that when I took over the sled? Mm. No, we were we were up by the corn at that point. Then it's when I took over. Okay. You know, I, we were about a quarter way back. I think. Yeah, because Parker kept slowing down. And I was obviously holding that bale. And I was like, well, it can't be that bad, right? Well, I was wrong. Yeah, yeah. Um, because like that first trek through the snow, how far you have to lift up your leg to get back through, it, it's hard on the legs. I guess you figured that out too, didn't you? Yes. Oh yeah. So we were switching off on everything, which you had to do to stay, stay alive, really. Yep. But I think once we got past the cornfield and into the pasture, I think it was easier then. Would you guys agree? Or wasn't wasn't as bad. Wasn't as bad. So I think yeah. we had like the timber break to break our wind. Yeah, that helped out mm. tremendously. Yeah, that wind was horrible. Yeah, like I had a gator on and it froze sticking out <laughs> like i wanted it to wrap around my face nope it did not no, that's that's why you just can't shave your beard Wes. i know i gotta shave for work though and you can't shave the mullet either i know it's gone <laughs> <laughs> anyway <laughs> um but yeah it wasn't horrible getting it back there once once we got on the track figured out you know switch people when we need no. to take the brakes say what two hours back you think it took us that long? I don't know. I, I, didn't, I didn't look at the time, I guess, when we got there. Did you? I have no idea. Well, if you think about you got to my house around 10. Yeah. We did all that running. It was close to 1045 when I picked you up, I think. Yeah. So if we probably didn't get out to the farm till 1115, and we were at done least. like two-ish, weren't we? Yeah, about 230. Yeah, we left yeah. at like 2. Yeah, because I got home at like 230, I guess. And then we Yeah, we left even earlier then. It was yeah. probably like 145. So it didn't take us as long. It just sucked. Yeah. The suck just made it feel like it took longer. Yeah, but what? Like once I could see my no trespassing sign, I was I thought I was like, okay, we are we're pretty much here. Right. But these guys had obviously never done this before. <clears throat> and I, have, you haven't, Parker, or have you done it with me before? I've never known. Yeah, I'm, I'm the only crazy person that feeds deer in the winter. Um, but we take it back to my farm where I had this little food plot, and I'm like, well, let's put it right in the back. And I also had oh, I just remember this. I ha- had great plans to put all the new batteries oh, in yeah. my cameras switch out battery packs and the solar panel ones 
I left absolutely every battery I yeah. owned. We, yeah, we pulled the guy thing and forgot. Yeah, only 98 <laughs> AA batteries I just left in my truck. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. You just spend like $70 on batteries and just leave them. Yeah, well, just don't leave them in your truck, otherwise they'll die. They're definitely still in my truck. No, I'd have to take them inside. They'll probably die. All right, Parker, yeah. remind me. I don't remind you. <laughs> I won't remember. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> so we get there, and I kind of explained to the guys, like, we'll take off. Like, I, I pad, like pounded down the snow area where we wanted to put the uh, the hay, and I said, okay, when you take the bales, rip them apart and just kind of spread them right in here. Yep. So we did that. We did all four bales, and then we, we did the corn after that, which the way I do the corn, some people spread it all around, but I put it in, like, little piles kind of, like, all around there. But then So then they actually have something to eat. They don't have to, like, pick through it. Right. So do the alfalfa bales, did that. Then we set up one camera because I remembered one of the 10 things we needed. Yep. Of course. <clears throat> Already got deer, deer on that camera, by the way. Can did show you? you that later. Nice. Professional deer hunter. You know me. Hell yeah. That's why I can't kill anything. <laughs> You'll get there. Put so, your big boy pants on someday. Yeah, just not today. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So we obviously, <clears throat> we did all that. Then we started heading back and then we're like, not even off my farm, and I get this bright idea. I was like, oh, I have a piece of wood we need to take back. Yeah. So threw that in the sled, which is way easier than the six, uh, 300 pounds worth of everything else. Yeah. Yeah. The walk back was way better. We took a lot less breaks. Yep. Yep. It was way nicer. And, um, and luckily, by the time we got back to the truck, the snow plow had bladed off one side of the uh, gravel. Yeah. Otherwise, I don't know if we'd have made it back out. Yeah, that one... that. One big drift, it would have been all the way across, and I think we might have been a little screwed. Yeah, that would probably been like a four-foot drift. For sure, we would have been stuck. Yeah. Uh, hey, 100%. Built, built Ford tough. I'd just give a hell, and we'd hope to go right through. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but did that, and I, I don't know. I already got a picture of a big deer in that area. Nice. So hopefully he sheds his antlers. Had a buddy who also puts out hay. Had a picture of a shed on camera. Already? No kidding. Yeah, just that's from awesome. today. His his uh, his brother had that. I don't know. He doesn't want me to put his name out there. No, that's fine. That's right. He'll be on sometime, but he just doesn't want to talk about like the deer that he hunts. Oh, okay. He's one of them guys. Oh, you can't talk about deer even though you don't say the spot. Yeah, it's that's the thing. He's just he's sure. weird like that. But he'll talk about like shed hunting trips he's taking with me. Sure. Huh. Make it make sense. Can't. Yeah, I don't know. Right. I think that was pretty much all we did then. For the most part, yeah. Yeah, and, and just a couple three hours worth of suck. That's all it was. Yeah. Yep. But now we can look back on it and I'll probably be dumb enough and go help you again. See you in two weeks. Probably. I thought it was next week. <clears throat> next weekend, I'm doing it here in Bellevue, which is closer for you. I'll come help you. God, you're dumb. I know. A longer walk. <laughs> is it a longer walk? <laughs> no. We have side-by-sides we can use, but the snow, I'm sure, will be letting us not use the side-by-sides. It might be all blown just go away fast. by then. Yeah, it's just uphill the whole way. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you could see the stare me and Wes just had there. <laughs> Either way, I'll go help you. Yeah. It, it I, ain't I too enjoy bad. doing this stuff, you know. But, so... Obviously, that was everything we did today, and then we have Parker with us today, of course, and uh, we're going to talk about his like some late season encounters he had, I believe. Yeah, yeah. We're only thirteen minutes in. We got plenty of time for Parker to talk. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's go. So, is this? I know you used to hunt first shotgun, Parker. Is this one of your first years hunting late muzzleloader, or how long have you been hunting late muzzleloader? No, I uh, when I first started hunting, I hunted only late season. I've been hunting late season since I could buy a tag. Sure. So, um. I, I hunted shotgun a couple times. This is the first year I missed it, though, since I started. But Yeah, you said you didn't really do any hunting this year, did no, you? Or was that, that last took, year? That Last year, so 2023, yep. I took the whole year off. That. It, was, it was so weird. Like, I think, because I killed my deer on last year in December. Sure. And I was like, I was like. I I, just, I don't know. I just didn't get. I didn't have the right decoys for turkey hunting. I sure. was like, I went one time. Yep. Didn't see anything. Error. I had a tom, and he. I could see his head. He stuck over, and he's like, and he saw my decoys. And I'm like, then I texted you. I don't know if you remember, but I texted you. I'm like, dude, what kind of decoys you have? Because my decoys, I think, don't work. Cause they're like, from my grandpa's like sure. shop, like way up on the top shelf. Like, sure. And I'm like, let's let's try those things out. And they did not work. Yep. I got new decoys. In the middle of the year this year, and then didn't go shotgun season. So then, late season this year, I went. So I took like the whole year off, and I'm like, dude, it's it. Sucked. I'd get depressed, dude. Like, I'll never do that again. It sucked. Yeah, I was just like thinking. I was like looking at pictures, and I was thinking, and I'm like, dude, I could be out right now, yep. and I'm not. And yep, it sucks. Yeah, but I've never gone. I've gone bow hunting one time. I know you love to hear that, Bubba. <laughs> I'm a gun guy. Hate bows. Fair. 
All right, shut the podcast down. <laughs> they're, very, they're very frustrating. Like that's the for me. that's the fun of it, yeah. But you got to put more time into it to get the reward out of it. You can't just go one time and call it done, Levi. Yeah, no kidding. He's anyway, so bad. Maybe, at that. maybe next year. <laughs> yeah. Well, I told you today. I guess I told you I have this a bow year. you can use. Yeah. And you can blast anything that moves. Right. Yeah. I, dude, when a big buck walks in front of you for the first deer you ever shot at with a bow, first deer ever with a bow, a big buck walks in front of you, I'm like. I was shaking so bad. Yeah. I got a story for that if you're done. But uh, what were we talking about? Late season? Late, late season, season this year. The cool encounters you were okay, having. Okay, so we got, me and my dad got set up kind of on a property. And uh, we just, like, don't know any deer on it. Don't, nothing. My dad got a crossbow because his shoulders are messed up. Nice. And he's, uh, so he's bow hunting and he's like, Every day he sees shooter bucks. Sure. Like, and I'm like, I cannot wait to get out there late season. I only saw one shooter, I think. Oh, no kidding. Couldn't and get a crack at him or what? He was on the neighbor's property. Oh. And it was it was pretty late. Sure. And he, I saw him come out, and he was, like, walking right at me. And then he's kind of angled away from me. And I'm like, if he jumps his fence, I can shoot him right there. It's like 100 yards. Yep. And someone over the ridge started shooting. Oh. And there was, like, probably... 15 does with them and they all started running right at me i'm like dude here it comes i'm yep, like yep. finally and then he just stops there was probably him and probably four like little bucks and they all stopped and they just went away from me went back towards the gunshot so i don't know why hmm. maybe it's because a storm was coming the next day they were trying to get back into some cover or close to cover for the night or something but yeah, could be anyway <clears throat> uh i saw Something that you don't see, like, ever. At first time I've ever seen it. I don't know. And it was a three-legged doe. And I make a – I start texting everyone. I'm like, dude, there's a three-legged doe. I was like, I don't know if I should, like, shoot it and end my season early or, or what. And I texted Bubba. I texted my dad and some other guys and the landowner. I'm like – Bubba's like, dude, shoot it. Just shoot it. Just shoot. I'm like – I don't know. I'm going to watch it and see what happens. And and I had another hour of sure. shooting light. So, and she comes out and she's like limping around and I'm looking at her and um, her shoulder blade was like rounded. So she was, I, I think she was probably born like that. And the landowner said that eventually when I talked to him that it was, she was born like that. Nice. And she had a fawn with her. So she's obviously thriving. Yeah. And she, she was playing around with the fawn and like jumping the fence and, frolicking i guess so <laughs> the best of three legged deer can do yeah so i saw her the first night or it would have been like the last a week away from the end of the season and i'm like you know what she's not in pain i'm not gonna shoot her yeah. and i went you know the rest of the week and then and then i was thinking like after that hunt that i'm like dude how cool would it be to shoot a three-legged doe that'd be cool like everyone shoots bucks yeah well a three-legged doe <laughs> even just get it like Three legged doe and like this, just the front half mounted. Yeah. Just the one shoulder blade without a leg mounted. Yeah. Kind of yeah. cool. A true shoulder mount. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, I saw her that night and I went and sat a couple, I went and sat the other, the next night at a different spot, but then came back two nights later. And um, she came out again. And this time she was way further out. So I'm like, what do, do I do? I, do I sit here or do I? I was like, I'm just gonna. She walks to me. I'm just gonna shoot her. I'm just playing on shooting yep. her. And she just turned straight away from me, went neighbor's property, and blah, blah, blah. And anyway, went back the last day of the season. And she came out from the neighbor's property where she walked into. Yep. And she came out, jumped the fence. And I'm like, She's probably 125 yards through some trees. I'm like, I'm not, I don't have a good shot. And she sure. ended up not, she ended up getting kind of out of there. But it was just, it was just kind of like one of those experiences where you're like, that is so cool. Cause you don't see that. No. And like, she not. got around just fine, jumped fence, ran through the two foot of snow. That's awesome. And it was, it was awesome. Like it was one of those things where I'm like, I'm sitting there hunting and I'm like, hmm. and I just took a year off yep. and I'm like, Dude, I'll never take a year out. I can't do that. Yep. And then and then I'm like thinking about turkey hunting this spring and thinking about squirrel hunting later, you know, and yep. when the weather decides to help me out a little bit. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe. 
So, yeah, like Parker had said, I was quite encouraging him to shoot that doe. Uh, but in my defense, I encourage everybody to shoot every deer because I like to see dead things. Absolutely. That's I, I'm probably a bad person to ask, should I shoot this deer? Because yep. the answer is always going to be yes. Yep. And I'm going to try to talk you into it, which I was really trying to talk you into it. Yeah. I, see, I was like, I have an hour. If I have a good shot, I'll shoot her. Yep. And she was just like hard to shoot. She was just like <laughs> always stayed like right on the edge of like a fence line or she was like away from me or like she's educated yeah and i'm like dude i hate this stupid doe <laughs> you're cool but and i'm you like know. and when she came out with the fawn and i'm like so she's got to be okay yeah she has a fawn and the fawn was healthy she sure. was he- she was big so just birth defect yeah maybe yeah or got shot off and just kind of rounded off itself who knows yeah if it got shot off it would have had to been like right when she was born it was healed like it was rounded off like like perfectly sure. and it was he like you could tell the shoulder blade was there and huh that's yeah, crazy. weird felicia always had that cool story that's what i love about hunting you never know what the hell you're gonna see oh if i see her again she's dead <laughs> yeah <laughs> drop the hammer <laughs> that's awesome that's good and i think for the rest of the podcast wesley and i decided we should talk about like our plans for this next season plus our goals yeah so i'm gonna let you get right into that yeah i, I guess maybe starting out with turkey hunting levi and i you know, we're trying to do all 50 states or 49 states have turkey population huntable. But he's obviously just took this Florida trip and then he's going on a family trip. So we were going to go maybe to like Oklahoma or Arkansas or something this year. But we're going to kind of keep it close and try to get uh, Wisconsin, Minnesota and Illinois banged out this year, hopefully. But we'll see what happens with that. And hopefully I'll, we can both tag out in all three states. Yeah, I think if. If Jill wants to let you go, Nebraska starts pretty early. Does it? Like end of March, kind of early. Oh. So I don't, and I don't think it's too expensive to go hunt turkeys there either. Huh. And they have some Rios. Yeah, Rios. No kidding. Yeah. I didn't know that. So they have some Rios. They have some mixed with like the Eastern. So there's, sure. there's a good, and they have a good huntable population. There. Sure. I, I know some people from the Nebraska. Not a big fan of the state of Nebraska. Yeah. But, well, as, but, long, as long as it's got something I can go down there and kill and eat, you know. Yeah, I believe so. I mean, maybe that'd be something you guys could look into too. Yeah. I've talked to him about that. But I think my plan for turkey season is almost to not have a turkey season this year, believe it or not. Oh, no kidding. Not going to try to get another one with the bow? or I've shot, I think, four or five with the bow now. Oh, no kidding. I uh, I don't really like hunting turkeys. Yeah. Just, just kind of how, how Levi is stupid about not liking bow hunting. Sure, I'm sure. maybe the same way when it comes to turkeys because they just yeah. make me mad. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, they're hard. They're and hard. Yeah, yeah. It's, that's why, and that's, I shouldn't say that's why I hate them. They're just too smart, and yep. I'm, I'm too stupid. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. Well, that's what I'm going to try this year, too, because I didn't realize if you buy a Iowa bow tag for turkey, and I didn't realize you can hunt all four seasons. Yeah, that's what I've done for years and sure. years. And you could buy two the first day. You could shoot two toms on the first day of first season with your if, with two bow tags if you bought them both bow tags. I can get two. for No kidding. Yep. Huh. So, like. Hmm, didn't know that. Yeah, I've know. I've never doubled up by myself, but I've always sure. had the opportunity with two tags in my pocket. So those two tags, can you use it for all four seasons? Yep. No kidding. Yeah, as long as they're both bow only tags. Huh. You just really have to commit to the bow only. Yeah, that'd be that'd be hard, but it gives you more time to hunt. I know with you working yeah. the shift you do, you could even sneak out in the morning just whenever you get time. Yep. yep. Stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and my but, goal too is. Took my mom out the last two years, and she hasn't been able to shoot one, so I'll try to get her one this year, hopefully. It'd be definitely cool to have mom get one. Oh, yeah. After that buck she shot this year, too. Yeah, yeah, she was excited about that. I Actually, speaking of that, I didn't realize she's been hunting her whole life. That's only the second deer she's ever shot. Yeah, and she's been hunting since she was a little kid. Does she just, like, not hunt, like, seriously, or why? What's uh, the reasoning? Well, when we hunted out in the farm... Or when we lived outside of town here, I don't know. I thought always thought she shot a deer every year, but I guess not. But I remember when we used to hunt up by Canton, she's had opportunities, but she gets super excited and she just unloads the gun. And I think <laughs> sometimes she forgets to aim. Sorry, mom. But yeah, actually, the one she shot this or I guess last year now in '99, she shot a decent eight pointer. He's probably like a 120, but shot him pretty much in the same exact spot. That's cool. Yep. That's super cool. cool. Come, coming up the same ditch and boom, right there. That's cool. Hopefully you mm. you guys can get it done with turkey season this year. I'm sure she'd really yeah. like that. Hopefully you can calm down and keep yeah. the situation going slow yeah. and everything. Well, the first one, when we went two years ago, we had went to the public ground out here. We were talking about on Dead Man's today. Okay, yep. I uh, We got out there early. We had 
two toms. They were about 150 yards away. So I was like, we got to get up and move now. We got to move fast. I'll, I'll give her this for being an old lady. She kept up with me going through the woods. Got her set up, had the, the decoy set probably 35 yards from her. And they were coming down through a field. And uh, they come underneath the fence. I'm calling, coming on a string. And they were like probably five yards from me. I could have shot shot one of them. But anyway, it gobbles. And I look down. And she's literally shaking. I'm surprised I didn't hear the BBs rattling in the gun. And she got so <laughs> damn excited. And yeah, they definitely saw her shaking. She was like flailing her arms. She was so excited. Yeah, it was actually, it, it made me pretty happy to watch. That yeah. was pretty funny. That's definitely a cool experience. Yeah. But yeah, like I said, I, I might buy a bow tag. I might not to go turkey sure. hunt. But I have some people that want to go. Yeah. Um, my brother Colton, we've tried for like three, four years to get him a bird. Sure. He told me that he's not turkey hunting this year. Oh. He's, he's too pissed off and he's given up. <laughs> so I told him, I'll take your fiance and she's going to kill a bird then. I, I honestly hope she does. Just I, to piss him off. Yeah, because we didn't hunt my farm last year because I want to shoot the first bird off my farm. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I don't care if that's selfish. I, no, whatever. I, not at all. And, uh, and I sat for an hour and a half and shot one. So that was cool. And then I, I told him, I was like, okay, this coming year we can... Like you can buy a four season tag and we can go out there Yep. or we can next year we can go out on my farm. Like, I don't care. And he's sure. like, no, I'm, I'm done. I'm not oh. spending another $28 on a turkey tag. Oh, geez. $28. Dude, I, if I could tell you the dumb stuff I've spent $28 on, yep. I'd rather give it to conservation, you know? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. But so since he's going to be prissy like that, I'm going to take his fiance. We're going to go hunt for two hours and shoot a bird. Perfect. It's going to be that really, simple. I know. hope it's a ground dragger with a 12 and a half inch beard. <laughs> okay, That'd be let, amazing. Okay. Let's not get bigger than what I shot off of there. Yeah, but still, it'd be hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Just be like some trophy Tom that yep. he could have had any chance that he wants, but yeah. since he was too stubborn. Yep. Yep. That'd be awesome. That would be cool. Do you have any, like, what are your turkey hunting plans? You obviously probably shotgun, I assume. Shotgun. Yeah. Gun guy. Yeah. Yep. Um, so <laughs> I have gone turkey hunting, but that's kind of. How I got started hunting with my dad sure. is turkey hunt. I'd just go sit with him, and we never shot turkeys because I moved too much when I was a kid. Yep, that checked. And, that's about every kid, I think. <laughs> and uh, I, so I started getting a turkey hunting by myself, and it it's fun, but I just, like I said, I went and got a town. Like, they're just too smart. Yep. Like, it's just, it's hard because they're too smart. Smart as dumbest right. ammo in the timber. But, like, some people make it look so easy. They do. And I'm like, I like Bubba every year he sees Tom's and I'm like, I hate you. <laughs> like, can, like, just allow me to bring a 10 gauge on your farm and kill a turkey. Sure. After Nicole kills one. <laughs> okay. Just, you go. I, gotta I need to shoot a Tom. I shot a one Jake. I uh, pretty much aim for legal birds. So I think I've shot, I've only shot five or six turkeys. And all of, one of them with, with a gun, and that was a Jake. And then I've shot two other Jakes, or three other Jakes. I really don't know. And then two Toms is it. Sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm an opportunist. If I see a legal bird, you know, the trigger's meat. probably getting pulled. Yep. I haven't even got the meat for my turkey last year yet because I'm getting it uh, full-mounted. Oh, sure. So I had to give the whole bird to him. Oh, gotcha. But they said they get, they'll get they get the breast and thigh meat, which oh, I, I've never had turkey thigh meat. I don't know if you have or not. It's good. It's, dark, it's darker, but it's good. I normally just smoke all my yeah. the turkey breast and yep, yep, literally same. cube it up. That's the way to do it. Yeah, but if, if you ask real nice, maybe I'll take you there. Maybe you gotta take a couple more loads of hay, and then we can. Okay, <laughs> you, I, I got lunch today. <laughs> you did get lunch today. Nice. Where'd you guys go? We went to Copper Cardinal. I had, oh yeah, the, I had some pizza? wings. He had a flatbread. Yeah, I think good. I think Brittany had a pasta of some sort. Nice. Some well, I don't even know what it's called. Some with a potato in it. That's what kind of pasta she had. Mac and cheese. Gnocchi. I don't potato, know. Potato mac and cheese. I think. Oh, the Tato Mac, probably something like nice. that. It was <laughs> nice. It looked all right, but yeah. you know, I'm I'm a wing guy, so yeah. Um, yeah, I don't like that's. I guess that's what seasons do you plan on hunting? Like, like, like turkey seasons. Turkey. Like, there's one, two, three, and four. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. I don't know. No, oh, fair enough. Oh, yeah, I should mention too. We got two guys coming up from either North North or South Carolina that we're gonna try to get turkeys up here that we met out in South Dakota. Oh, last I remember year. you and you and Levi talking about yeah, they're that. They're coming up here, so. So Levi can't put you on a bird, but he wants to try two people out of state. Oh, he can put me on bird, but he just shoots him. Oh, that's right. <laughs> He's like, oh, you can't see him as you're trying to pull the trigger. Yeah. Yeah. No, I got him. No. Yeah. Anyway. Levi. <sighs> like that guy's probably similar to your mom. I just can't wait to pull the trigger. Yep. Yep. Pretty much. Yep. Trigger happy. Wait, we just leave him at home. Thought about it. Dude, that's, that's the best way to kill turkeys. Yeah. But it's really fun to watch him in the timber. Is it? He's just a bulldozer. <laughs> Like, 
sorry, Levi. I know you're going to listen to this, but I feel like we would see more birds if you slow down. Yeah, take your time. <laughs> listen to the woods. Be a woodsman. Yeah. That's like the one time Tur- Parker and I were tur- going to turkey hunt on my farm, and we're like halfway onto the farm. We look out into the pasture that we walked through today, and we just see a big old redhead in there. And then so we stopped, tried to call to him, and there was this boss hen that she did not like what we were saying. I don't know how close she ended up getting to us. She was close. We tried to get it on camera, and we were, like, tucked down in, like, a little bush right next to each other. And he's like, can you see her? Can you see her? And he's like, I can see her. I think I can see her head. And she's, like, moving through the bush. Yeah. Like, you can't see her because the bushes. And yep. the, and I'm like, she was probably 10 yards. Yeah, I think because I was, awesome. I was a little bit closer to her than you were because I was on the main yeah, trail. Yep. And she walked like, yeah, 10 yards from me. I think I got GoPro footage, but That's I cool. never looked back on it because I didn't kill anything because sure. I'm not good. I don't know if you know if we saw anything last that night there that when we hunted other than that. Um, we saw like two toms, I think, in that field, in that, in that pasture or whatever. Yeah, I'm, I'm just not a good turkey hunter, so. Yeah, I'm not either. I just like going out and trying anyway. God, I hate turkeys. Um, We actually did skip over shed hunting. Yeah. We, so yeah, I was going to say, where are you going this year? What, do you, what are your big plans for shed hunting this year? So lots of plans, probably about two and a half weeks of vacation off work just for shed hunting. Nice. Um, hopefully they approve it because I don't have any vacation until April. We, <laughs> that's rough. <laughs> they, they haven't told me no yet. Oh, so just like pre-plan it and just, you know. Yeah, so I have. Give it to you early. I believe I have four different people coming down four different weekends for shed hunting. Oh, on like, your farm like or just around here or what? Around here. I'll, I'll hit up a lot of public, a lot of permission sure. stuff. There'll be times when you and Levi, I'm sure, if you're free, are going to come with us. Yeah, I'd love to. That'd be awesome. I'd like to learn from you. But I think in February, kind of like the second or third weekend, I normally go up to Fort Dodge area. We went to college, and I oh, got sure. a bunch of public stuff. I walk up there with some college buddies. Sure. Last year, I think we found 10 in that one day. Nice. So not too bad. And then... You still th- can record like every time you go out? Oh, yeah. Nice. We, if, well, if I can get my camera working again. Yeah, yeah. That's so dumb. I can use my phone, but yeah, I broke same. my broke my camera this this season. I guess it happens. I blame it on you. I, I wasn't even there. <laughs> <laughs> but so that'll be early in February. Then that next weekend, I have a buddy. Uh, his name is Bo. He actually does YouTube as well. His, cool. His name's Bo's Bo Knows Outdoors. Cool. He lives up in Wisconsin. Shout he's a, out. Yeah, he's he's a cool kid. He's I think a senior in high school this year. Oh no kidding. Uh, but yeah, I met him and Dad like through YouTube. Oh, no um, kidding. Like, yeah. through both your channels? Yeah, it was super cool. Nice. He, he found me or found the Instagram or something, sent me a message. That's cool. And uh, so we're he's going to come down and hunt like a bunch of the public land. Shed hunt. Him and his dad are going to come down and stay for a weekend. Awesome. And then that last weekend in uh, February is when Matt, my buddy Matt and Ty, mm-hmm. which they both come on here, yep. Yep. they come down to my place to shed hunt, like all, all of my good stuff. Cool. That last weekend in February. So... I take every single one of those weekends, mm-hmm. take a Friday off of work. Sure. So that's three Fridays in a row already. Yep. First weekend in March, I go up to Matt's. So I take another Friday off. Where's that at? That's uh like Rockwell City, Twin Lakes area. It's like, like four Minnesota. hours. No, it's it's here in Iowa. It's just oh, never even heard of that place. Farther west of Fort Dodge. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So we do all that for a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Sure. That next weekend, I take off another Friday. Second weekend in March, and go up to Ty's, and we hit up everything he has. Sure. We had the toughest, like normally the last two years before this past year, we found f- over 40 antlers in our three days. Wow. That's impressive. And this year we found like nothing. Oh. Like it was so warm. The deer were all spread out. Oh, sure. So it they was, weren't dropping like yeah. close together kind of. Yeah, exactly. They're not dropping because there's food everywhere. So the deer sure. could be everywhere. More spread out. God, it was so bad. I, I blame Ty and his guiding yeah. skills. But then <laughs> again, he we only found two when he was here last year. So sure. at least it's. Hopefully this year with all the snow, we'll be kind of more grouped together, find more bulk. Yeah, exactly. That's the whole last time we had snow like this. I was telling these guys, I found 63 antlers the year that we had snow like this. So nice. hopefully I can have another year. I'd be happy with 20. But sure, sure. I We should have a good year if the snow sticks around. And obviously we got the food out for the deer. Yep. So that gets us through March. I don't know if I have any. Oh, I guess one weekend, my buddy from Vermont, he's sure. going to come down and we're going to hit up where Timmy's got in Illinois, mm-hmm. the farm he hunts there hit up my farm, and then hit up some stuff, uh, I think, over in western Iowa. Nice. So he's the guy that put us on the moose sheds. Yep. And we're going to put him on some whitetail sheds. Awesome. And that's then, sweet. So whatever weekend that's going to turn out to be. Yeah. He, he's a contractor, works for himself, so he can oh. literally come whenever. So he's his own boss. Yeah. <laughs> Vacation's always approved. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if his boss says no, it's probably because his wife told him not to. <laughs> <laughs> but you got any big plans going to any other states so this year or not? I believe... I, actually, I'm 100% going back to Vermont. Sure. But it sounds like we might go up north and hit southern Maine because there's oh, a lot cool. more moose in Maine. Sure. So I don't know who's all coming. He'll be there. I'll be there for sure. 
Ty and Timmy were there last year. I don't know if both of them or either of them will be able to make it. Sure. So at the very least, I'm going to hit, hit up Moose again awesome. because I didn't find anything. Imagine that. No, it happens. The best of us, you know. And then if I go back to Wyoming, which is a potential, which I have, I might do that in February or in May because I, I want to find some good mule deer sheds. That's something I don't have. I have two really sure. nice elk antlers. Yep. And that's what you go there like in May for. Right. Because they don't even drop till like April and you need to wait for the snow. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. They hold on to their antlers forever, which is stupid because then you start hunting them in September and sure. they, they're already stripped of velvet. So like right. they, they grow like they're giant antlers in a lot quicker time than whitetail. Yep. But so if I go for elk, that'll be like middle of May ish. Mm-hmm. But if I go for mule deer, that'll be like beginning of February, sure. which I should probably talk to him if I'm going to do that. Yeah. And you really don't have to worry about like squirrels and everything out there. Do you eating them up? Um, the not biggest, as much, I guess. Not near as much. Um, the biggest thing, especially in Vermont is the porcupines. Oh, no kidding. They love really? to chew on them really? things. Huh? Yeah. And on Ty's big set, he has, if you look in the pictures, I can show you later. Mm-hmm. There's a couple ends that have been gnawed on by a porcupine. Cool. <clears throat> It's not cool. Not they, cool, but it's, yeah, they it's cool that. that's a porcupine, though. Yeah, it's a different animal, but same same damage. Yeah. But I, I think those are all the trips I have planned, which yeah. is a lot. But sure. I, I walk about 300 miles a year, so that that's sure. going to be right on par for doing that. Nice. And then you said you wanted to get in the shed hunting this year. Yeah, I would definitely like to go out with you. I definitely would like to go out and try to get... I know he's not a giant, but that shooter buck I showed you, I'd like try to find his antlers. Either you find them or I find them. That'd be great. Yeah, like like we talked whenever I shed hunting, Parker knows this too. Whoever finds the antler keeps the antler. We talked yeah. about that, but I it'd be a lot cooler if you found the antler. Yeah. Either way, I'd, it would just be nice to see it instead of just in pictures. Yeah, for sure. You know? Hold them in your hands. Yep. It's like killing the deer without killing the deer. Right. Yep. And then and, and then you got something you, to go off for the next year. Yeah, exactly. Yep. And then you can shoot them next year, and then you take the cool pictures with the sheds, cool and pictures. it's yeah. That, see if you find both of them, that'd be a way for me to get them. Well, that's, if I find if I find one, you find one. You shoot the deer, you just have it. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I know that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's a little gift, but uh, I'll cry a little bit. But. Yeah, but no, I'm definitely excited to go out with you because I've only I've gone out quite a bit, but it's always been public, and I think I just get out there too late. And I've only found I think two or three sheds, but I've given them my niece likes them, so I gave them to her for her birthday a couple years ago, and that's really only two I've ever found. And I, they weren't weren't anything big, maybe you know 40, 40 inches. I had told uh, my niece to, uh, I can't say cuss words, but I had told her some things that she couldn't have them antlers. I guess sure. you've, you've seen my house. Yeah. Yeah. I am a I, I like it. I like it a lot. That's my whole house is decorated with antlers everywhere. Yeah. She just make, you know, big chandelier or something. Out of that, something. that is yeah. the plan. Once I decide to have a nice house. Sure. To like have vaulted ceilings and have my own antler chandelier. That'd be awesome. Yeah. I think either have like probably probably elk antlers as like the big base, base yeah. and then have two more layers with, with white tail antlers and stuff That'd like be cool. that. Like maybe Sweet. find some mule deer, mix those in too. Yeah. If I can ever decide to get good at finding mule deer antlers. Sure. Is, dude, sure. It's, I got to find more elk antlers too, I guess. But. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be cool to go out. If you ever go out and find like a matching pair of like a six by six or something. And then I'd like them too much. I don't know if I could throw matching sets up in there. Yeah, you got a point. You got to yeah. hang those on a wall or something. <laughs> Which if anyone knows me, they know like I would cry to put a hole in an antler. Yeah, yeah. But, like, I expect for how cool it would be, like, because not many people or, like, anyone has their, their own personal find antlers as chandeliers. Right. Like, right. You, you see the ones out west that people have made or that they because they bought antlers from someone and make yep. the Amish make them out there. Yeah. But, like, have my own, I think, would be, That'd be awesome. stupid insane. That'd be cool. So that's shed hunting. We talked about a couple of properties to do that. Yep. And then do you have any summer plans to, like, improve habitats? Um, I'm going to try... I'm going to buckle down this year. I usually don't do a lot of door knocking, but this year I'm going to definitely try to do some door knocking and get some better spots for bow hunting. So I got shotgun hunting locked down, <clears throat> but for bow hunting, yeah, I'd like to actually not, I don't mind hunting public, but they're just so pressured and mm-hmm. weary. I'd like to actually get on some private ground where they aren't as pressured and I can maybe talk them into, let me put a food plot in or something like that, you know? Yeah. Do you have any, like places in your head you're already going to knock or you're not yeah okay yeah there's a couple of places on mill creek that i know don't get hunted except for shotgun so okay that'd be really cool if you could lock down some places there and yeah of course i can help you with food plots and stuff yeah yep yep <clears throat> i have like equipment just you know two miles north of town here Perfect. that we could use at any time that'd be so. awesome but yeah that's the plan maybe put some beets or unfalfa or whatever in but hopefully that and <clears throat> actually get a nice shooter buck this year because I've had that one, the one just talked about come in a couple of times. And the other one I told you about with the four point on one side, and like a 13 inch, just main beam out the other side that if 
you were there, you probably would have told me to shoot it because it was a pretty neat, neat rack. It was a neat deer. Yeah, I'd have for sure oh. talked to you and I'd be like, I got him on camera. Yeah, you I can shoot him. But the worst part was I, I had my trigger release locked on him and he just literally five yards underneath my stand, just bumming around. Should have stuck him, but I just shot him twice at that close. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, that's the plan for bow hunting. You know, we'll try to get some more land, actually get a nice shooter buck. Because I got, definitely got skunked last year, shotgun and bow hunting. So actually, I was just thinking, <clears throat> Levi says he's not bow hunting again. You could have that property, prop potentially. Yeah, I was actually going to talk to the chance about that. That'd be cool. Yeah, and then you can show Levi like, hey, it's this easy. You should like yeah. a giant out uh, there or something. Oh yeah. Well, he's got pictures of that big one out there. Yeah, I don't know if that deer ever came back or if he pulled his cameras or what. I, I don't know. I tried. You know, in my opinion, he shouldn't have moved his stand, but it was his hunt. So, yeah, he he tried to move around, tried to mix things up. He just didn't have any luck, and sounds like that he's comes given with up. experience. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't shot a buck since 2019. Like right. I may be pickier than most people, but yeah, I haven't got one on. Well, I guess I got one on the wall last year, but it's not a very big one. It had, it definitely had some ground, uh, ground gain on it when I shot him. Ground, <laughs> ground shrinkage, you mean? No, no, no. Not he gain. looked bigger than he was, and then when I seen him, he was ground shrinkage. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's because I had that year. I had a nice picture of an eight pointer. Well, I can only see his rack, and they look bigger, you know, looking through the, the brush. So. Yeah, when they're when they're just walking there, they always look bigger. You yeah, gotta just, you had like think in your head minus twenty inches. Yep, yep. <laughs> With him, it was probably minus about a hundred. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Hey, he's still beautiful. I oh, can see yeah. him over there. Yeah, but yeah, that broke my um, being skunked for a couple of years because I took a couple year hiatus just for family issues, and then finally got back into it. And he was the first one I shot in probably ten years. Okay, well that means a lot more than yeah, you know, absolutely. That, yeah. You had to learn what a deer looked like again. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> get that first one, you know, notched, and they get bigger after that, hopefully. For sure. Yeah, yeah I think so for my summer plans, which are actually going to start this spring. Mm-hmm. I don't know where I'm going to find all the time to do this with shed hunting, but I'm going to figure we'll, it out. We'll make it work. We'll help you. It's <clears throat> So I put a little food plot in my farm last year. Sure. Cut trails through it. Just kind of try to, you know, put the deer in one spot, make it yep. easier to hunt. As, you know, aforementioned, I didn't kill a deer, a buck this year. So you know how that went. Yeah. But my plan is to make my food plot bigger. Sure. Right now, it's about a quarter acre. I want to get it to about an acre. Sure. So I got a lot of trees to cut down. Don't tell the DNR. Um, we well, got it. Don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now they do. Damn. Anyway. But you can all so, tree plant somewhere else. Well, there's there's still going to be plenty of trees for it to be in the program. It doesn't really sure. matter. Yeah. But I want to cut down about an acre total of trees so I can have more of a food plot. Sure. Right there where we put the yep. uh, the hay today. And I'm thinking, and then I want to put a box blind there as well, which. Yeah. It's going to be tough to get back there, but hopefully my neighbor will let me drive on his farm and take it back there. Sure. I think put that on eight foot platform on that south fence oh, where sure. we came in. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then that should be able to oversee that whole, the whole food plot. Oh, I think so. And then I think that should work. So obviously that's going to be a lot of like hard labor to cut down all the trees, move yep. them out of the way, yep. put the brush piles in. But that even creates habitat for big bucks too. If you piled up, good bedding area for them, you know. I don't want them to bed there because then I'll, I'll scare them away when I walk in, you know. Yeah, that's true. But I think Timmy and I talked like most of the, the brush we're going to put like around the edges. Sure. So then they, when we're walking in the farm, they can't really see us. Sure. It gives you a little bit yeah. of cover. Yeah, exactly. So they, if they can bed over to the, like the, the east farther mm-hmm. down the hill mm-hmm. and then they should be fine. We should be able to sneak in coming from the west. Sure. Is the plan. Um, and that I discovered that after I was tired of getting cold and frustrated when I would be spooking deer <laughs> this late season. <laughs> So that'll be, I don't know, the box blinds are stupid expensive, but I want to get a good one. Yeah. So I'm probably going to have to spend like the four grand to get like a grizzly or a muddy or a hawk yeah. one. Yep, yep. Because, some, well, some people are like, why don't you just build one? But like the vertical like windows they have for mm-hmm. shooting now, it's just why wouldn't like it's made for bow hunting. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. So that's the biggest plans this year. I don't know if I'll move any of the stands that I have set. I know we didn't get to see hardly any. Sure, just the two you had set up there. Yeah, that... The one that I pointed out, and we were fixing that one yeah. co- when I broke the one camera. Yeah, <laughs> told you, told <laughs> you did. You. you did tell me that. <laughs> but that one, I think that tree's going to come down. Um, t- that was Timmy's stand. That he he literally sat in no other stands the whole year other than that one. Oh no, kidding. Yeah, which he saw. He saw a decent deer. that yeah. You saw. Yep. Um, but that is one of the sketchiest stands I've ever been in. Oh, why is that? It's so like the sticks aren't even tight on it. Oh. And then the last six feet, you have to climb on sticks. Yep. Like nope. literal sticks. Hard no. Hard pass. Dude, when I got up there, I tech the first time I texted him, I was like, your stand is a death trap. <laughs> like, I, I don't want, I mean, I have insurance on the farm, but I don't want to use it. Right, know? right. <laughs> That's another reason, too. I want to get maybe some private so I can build like a 20-foot platform stand. Yeah. Like a permanent stand. That's what 
growing up, that's what I always hunted. And, you know, you have a nice four, four foot wide platform, you, you know, pretty much dance a jig and deer don't even know you're there. <laughs> <laughs> and it just gives you more room, you know, kind of pace around a little bit if you get bored or something. Dance a jig. I love that. Yeah. And more room for gear too. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I hunted them small platforms because we didn't Same. get to see. I got, I, you know, climbing sticks and the teardrop. That's yeah. what I hunt on. Yeah. That's, I think, so after summer, obviously I got a lot of softball to play. So. Right. So when you do the food plots, you're going to do like an early coverage, then later in the fall, do like a winter coverage for them. So I think what like I'm going to plant, stuff. For, it depends how the soil looks. I'm going to take some soil tests sure. and see like if I, cause I'd love to plant beans, mm -hmm. but the problem with soybeans is when they get up out of the ground, that green, they love to eat them. So you have yeah, to like electric gone. fence them in. Oh, sure. Until they get mature. Yeah. Which I thought about doing. You have to do about three strips. It probably, the worst part is it's about 1500 bucks to get a full setup to run it off solar. Oh, sure. To have the fence working all the time. Yep. Which, you know, you, what you do is obviously keep it, you'd plant them actually a little bit later to keep them green mm -hmm. longer. And then you take it off like right at the end of September. So then they start working in those beans. Sure. It doesn't have to be very high either, does it? Uh, no, like, like three foot, four foot. So I guess the way you, like I've seen people do it is they put one section of like the first outmost strand is at like three foot mm -hmm. all the way around. And then you move like in three foot. And you have one at five foot and like one at two foot. Oh, sure. So then there's like three strands at different things. So they can't really jump it because it's weird. Right. And then it's like too, like too many, I don't know, bob and weaves. Sure. Dive, dick, dive, yeah. dip, dodge. I said it wrong. Yeah. But you know, the dodgeball dodge ball movie. Ball yeah. So they, it's too much work. They can still get in there, but they decide not to. Sure. But worst part's going to be, there's going to be some big buck that has all that electrical tape in his head. Yeah, like probably. The, the electric fence tape. <laughs> That'd be kind of cool though. Yeah. But that's that's the plan, and then if it, if soybeans don't work out, I'll plant clover here in sure. the spring, which actually I might do anyways because you can frost seed that. So right as the snow's yep. melting, you put it right on top of the snow. Yep, and that comes back every year too, doesn't it? Yeah. No? So so yeah. that's what I planted this this past year. Sure, uh, was clover in there, and it, it came up pretty well. I didn't mow it enough, so some weeds got into it. Sure. So it kind of took it over. Yeah, but it was still like I killed my turkey right there, mm -hmm. um, and then deer were using it pretty consistently. Nice. So it it worked out as well as I guess it could. Sure. Um, and then I've also planted before I've planted like turnips and brassicas mm -hmm. and radishes and the deer really love that. A so brassica. a brassica is like yeah. a big, for everyone who can't see about a football sized like leaf. Oh, um, mm. and it's just big and green. I've shot like almost all of my does out of food plots. Really? So it's just like those. pretty much kind of high in protein for them. Yeah. It's just high and I don't know, taste good. Sure. I've eaten them before and I don't, I'm not really a lettuce guy. I don't normally eat my food's food, but I figured I had to check, you know, sure. test it out. Huh. Yeah. Never heard mm. of them. Yeah, but then then also the turnips and the radishes, yeah. and those seem to work good here in the Bellevue farm. Yeah, heard peas work really great too. They like peas. I've heard of the winter peas, but I've never tried them. Hmm. Check uh, them out. I guess I don't know. Worth a shot. Yeah, I guess I I have the like two acres here in Bellevue I can plant, so I could maybe try that. Oh, there you go. That'd be mm -hmm. cool. If, I guess I don't know if Chance would let you guys plant food plots or not. And I don't know. Do cattle run the timber during the years? No. Not no. He just pasture runs them. Okay, well then that could. And he, I I think he. Bounces back and forth. He had corn in there this year, so I'm assuming he's going to have beans in there this year. So well, maybe that'd be even better. What you should do is if for some reason you have a bunch of, you know, disposable income, is like pay him to leave an acre of beans. Yeah. That'd be like super good late season. Yep. And yep, for yep. shed hunting. Yeah. I love sheds. Yeah, I've been uh, like, <laughs> definitely excited to get into it. Yeah, it's, it's going to be I – hope, I hope you have some success. Like, yeah. Around here, I don't have a lot of good primo spots, but sure. Levi said he had some access for some spots for us, and then yep. you, you said you could talk to some guys. So yep. hopefully we can – I don't know if you find five or ten, I'd figure that'd be a pretty good season. Yeah, even if I find one, I don't care. Yeah, and then and then Joe could use them to decorate all throughout the house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess catfishing too. I'm definitely excited to get out catfishing. Do you have a boat or do you do bank lines, or how do you – Bank, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, usually – my dad and I, as soon as the ice is out of the Maquoketa River, because we just go down to Green Island in the first ditch – and we wait for the ice to get out, and then we wait for them to open up the rollers. That way, the the backwaters fill up and brings all the channels in. And we usually there's been times that we've been hunting or not hunting, but fishing like in the middle of March. But sometimes, you know, if it's a hard winter, first first second weekend in April usually, and we slaughter them. What's the biggest cat you ever caught? Mm, probably I think it was a 21 pound channel. Jesus. But uh, my buddy Matt Johnson. He's always went uh, crappie fishing with his dad and stuff, so they go out in the river. First time we ever took this guy uh, catfishing, I think I was, he's a year younger than me, so I was 13 and he was 12. And we were just using little 
little gold hooks, you know, we didn't get into like the circle hooks or anything yet, but, uh, he thought he had a bite, set the hook and you know, it, it was reeling in kind of hard, but once he got to the bank, there's a big swirl and he just took off and ended up getting him in. He foul hooked a 41 pound flathead underneath the gill plate. First time ever catfishing. I was so mad. So mad. Isn't it kind of weird? How, but like, it was great. That's when like all the big fish get caught is mm-hmm. when you're not fishing for them or like it's like completely random or yep. someone new or someone that's bad or like yep. doesn't pay attention. Yep. They always catch the most or the biggest. Yep. Well, I foul hooked a, I think it was almost a five foot long gar right behind the tail. It took me about 45 minutes to get him in because he had full power. <laughs> but I had a circle hook with the, the bait keeper on it. He straightened the hook. The only thing that kept him on the hook was those bait keeper nubs on it. Really? Yeah. Jeez. It was huge. <laughs> and it was awesome. Yeah, I but, couldn't I couldn't imagine a fight like that. I've I've gotten out of the fishing scene, sure. but like yeah. a five foot gar it was, and he has full power. Oh, know. it was awesome. It was great. And going back to that flathead, my dad set the drag just right for Matt. He caught that fish with on a gold hook on seventeen pound test. Stupid. <laughs> Stupid. That's I I've never got into fishing enough where I was like learning how to set the drag. So like on all of my rods, I have 50 pound braid. <laughs> what are you fishing for? Jeez, whales. You never know. Yeah. Whenever I go fishing, that's all I catch is whales. Come on. <laughs> so the last fish I caught was actually at Levi's. Um, oh, it was a pond One there. of the, the podcasts that you were gone that weekend that we had mm-hmm. to re-record. Yeah. Oh yeah. I caught me a bass about that, that big. It's about yeah, six boy. inches for everyone wondering. Yeah. I look like 14 to me if you ask, but. Oh yeah. But uh, that was the only fish I caught this year. Then the year before, I caught like a three-foot uh, pike nice. out, of, out of the Maquoketa River. That's awesome. So that's why you have to have 50-pound test on there. Sure. You never know. Yeah. That yeah. was almost a 50-pounder, I'm sure. Oh, I don't know. He was probably like nine or ten. I don't know. I just reeled him in. <laughs> yeah. No, those are fun to catch. I've only caught a handful of those, and they, they're pretty fun. I'd like to go up north and catch some muskies out of the ice, though. That'd I, be fun. I That'd could not cool. imagine, like, I don't know, like a 50 or 60-inch muskie. You have to, like... Coming Re- coming through a ten inch hole, yeah. you gotta like reach your hand and hopefully get under his gills, and he doesn't, doesn't like, bite your hand, uh, and doesn't get the hook in your hand or something. I yeah. could not. Those videos are insane. Yeah, it's awesome. But yeah, I, I don't know. I've ice fished like a handful of times, and uh, like everyone has their vexillars, you know, like that's their fish finders. Mm-hmm. When I was ice fishing with Colton last time, we were trout fishing. I said, just cut me another hole so I can see my bait and I can jiggle it. I can watch the fish. Yeah, I don't care what the sonar tells me. Yeah. <laughs> So that was that was what I did. It's just way better when you can see something. But he he likes to sit there and just watch his little lights go on his Vexilar. Sure, that's, that's so boring. That would be boring. Fishing is changing a lot because they oh, have like, the stuff on the, like the boats now, mm-hmm. and you can see like in front of you and yep. stuff. And it's like, oh, there's a fish right here. I can cast right there and catch it. So, yeah, me that's kind of cheating. That's crazy. Well, I guess it's no really no different than using a decoy or anything. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know enough about fishing. I that's the problem. I have a boat that gets out on the water like once a year. Sure. And I mean, it's not, we can take it out this year. I don't, I don't know how to do in the mighty Mississippi, but it's got a 40 horse on it. I'm good. You don't want to go on a boat? Nope. You don't uh, like boats? Huh? No. I went out. Actually, the first time I've been on the water in a long time is when we went down to Alabama this year. I went and did some deep ocean fishing. That was, it was fun, but I was terrified the whole time. We were fishing in 200 foot of water. Yeah. Can you not swim? I can swim. I don't like deep water. It freaks me out when I can't touch. Like I have a panic attack. I'm the same way. I don't like if I can't see the bottom. Yeah. I don't like. Yeah. Even if I could see the bottom, if my feet can't touch, nope, I'm good. See, that don't bother me at all. I grew up kind of like in the water with me and Parker's, well, I guess it'd be his ex-step-grandma. But <laughs> <laughs> my, my grandma, uh, she had a pool, so we'd grown up in the water. But like, that ain't nothing. Like, I can go in like 20 feet of water and like dive all the way down to the bottom and come back up. No, thanks. I'll stick my bank fishing. Whatever. <laughs> if, we, if we go to the Maquoketa River half the time, you're touching the bottom with the propellers. So yeah, you're, you're not wrong there. It's like uh, two foot deep. <laughs> dude, there are so many times where like you have to travel the river consistently to know like what the, the sand movement is, what yep. trees are there. Yep. When I took it on, I don't know if you know where Joinerville is, but mm-hmm. yep. I took the boat there this year. And I mean, I swear I was hitting everything. Probably. You don't lock the motor. So then when you hit something, the, the motor jumps way up like this and it goes, sure. wah, 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 wah. <laughs> so it makes, it makes cool noises, you yeah. know, but it's uh, so good for the motor. But. Yeah. Well, it's a 1970s motor too. Oh, no kidding. It's it, my boat's old, but it's cool. That's awesome. Was, I don't know. Have you ever been on that boat or not? I've been on the boat yeah. once. It kind of, it's kind of scary. Oh my <laughs> Especially God. Driving it. Dude, professional driver. Dude, if I got us <laughs> on the way here, I'm like, oh wait, we're going around the curves and there's drifts starting. And I'm like, you know what? 
I guess if I die, I die. <laughs> just hang on, I guess. Yeah. The thing that we figured with the road conditions tonight, if I could get us to the farm today, there was no way I couldn't get to Bellevue tonight. Yeah, you're not wrong. Actually, 52 wasn't too bad. It was get, starting to get snow covered. Was it? And then yeah. it's drifting pretty bad with the snow coming down right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're supposed to get another one or three tonight. No, we got one already. Do we? Oh, yeah. Nice. Not really. It was nice I'm, for me. I'm tired of snow blowing already. <laughs> but you can send Jill out there. No, no, no. Can't do that. Yeah, she did shovel because I didn't have time to snow blow. Well, that's very nice. Um, five eleven West Platte Street, Maquoketa, Iowa. <laughs> yeah, there you go, everybody. Now you know where to find Clinton. <laughs> I don't. I don't care. <laughs> Whenever we get a big fan base, you can all go blow them up. Yeah, that's just not the dogs. Just don't blow them up. Blow up the rest of the house. But well, yeah, not blow you. <laughs> I know. Up. I know. But yeah, that's just, so. That's got your summer, and then like so, your goals for deer season. Like, do yeah. you have like expectations in your head? What size of deer you want to shoot? What? Yeah, um, I would say nothing smaller than a 150. Those are high goals. Yeah, it's it is a high goal. I still we still got to score to one on the wall, but yeah, I want to get anything shoulder mounted again. It's gonna have to be 150 plus. Okay, that's yeah. Otherwise, like it. it's gonna be European mount, either going through Wicked Maddie up there, getting a hydro drift or just a plain one. That's it's gonna be have to be or. Like that one I just told about, if it's a really unique rack, but it's small, I'd probably get a shoulder mounted. Okay. I, but, yeah, I definitely agree with that. Yeah. Now, does the 150, is that just for bow or what's your shotgun season? Uh, shotgun, I'll shoot anything. If it's brown, it's down? Unless it's, you know, an 80-pound yearling, I'm not shooting it. Those are cute. They are. They're good eating, but you don't get a whole lot of meat off them. But no, usually shotgun, you know, if it's a decent size though, I'll shoot it. Little buck, shoot it. But yeah, for bow hunting, definitely going to hit her hard again and try that's all i can do is try i believe in you yeah if you have you have good goals for the season you want to get some more private land yeah you want to do some things you put in the work you reap the reward yeah exactly at least least that's what i hear yeah it might take a couple years it might take me till i'm 50 to get another big one on the wall who knows yeah or i can you know get a freaking you never know get a world record and then i just retire from hunting yeah see a lot of people say oh if i shot deer that big i just had to quit hunting how many people would actually quit hunting none of us no exactly it's like you 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 don't you don't go out October first October second comes you're like, I think I'm gonna go hunt again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's yeah, but yeah, that that's the goals. We'll see what happens, but I don't know. Fingers crossed, and get hopefully. Well, I'm definitely gonna get a upgrade my bow too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were talking about that. Was it before the podcast about how you want to shoot farther and, yeah. and stuff well, like that? Just get back into it, especially with my arm when I broke it and stuff. I just got a mission. I mean, it gets a job done. It's just it falls on its face at like 35 yards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, it lacks the efficiency to keep an arrow yeah. going with the speed and yep. kinetic energy yep. it needs. Yeah. And I even got to set it. I think it's at 65 pounds and it's just still 35 yards. It just, yeah. One of the, that's one of those that goes from like 15 to 70, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So yep. th- yeah, it loses a lot in like the energy transfer and yeah. stuff from what I hear with the cams. Cause yeah. they're designed to be able to go that low and high. There's, yeah. That's what they say. Like, if you can, like, I shoot my bows at like seventy three pounds, sure, and that's maxed out. They say if you can max it out, then it's gonna be the most efficient. Yeah. Obviously, yep. But no, it's it's a great bow. I'd definitely recommend it to anybody that wants to get into bow hunting. I think three years ago when I bought it, fully set up with a dozen arrows, I think it was like didn't even break six hundred dollars. Yeah, that's really not bad for getting into bow hunting, starting with nothing. Yeah. Yep. That's, but so we'll see. Are you? parker planning on bow hunting this year um i'm gonna try i'm gonna try yeah i got finally got like property that like not very many people hunt on perfect and my dad went this year and that's like he just sent me nonstop pictures and i helped him and the reason i haven't got into bow hunting besides missing one deer (laughs) um is all the work that you have to do before it like setting stands and cameras and like food plots and the stuff we did today and stuff like that yep um, and it's, and I did all that for my dad this year Sure. and I didn't get to do any of the fun stuff. Oh, you didn't get to hunt it? No. So, oh. and, cause I don't have a bow or anything. Sure. So I'd have to start from scratch. I yeah. had a bow when I was younger and I sold it, but sure. I, I, I kind of regret not going this year. So, yeah. n- so next year I'll go or this coming up year or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I told you I have a bow you can use. So if for some reason you decide not to buy one or Bug yeah. doesn't buy you one, he should totally buy you one. He yeah. should. We'll tell him that. Yeah. Or I can even sell you the one I got too. Maybe. No. Yeah. Tell it to you cheap. Give you a fair price on it. And give you fifty bucks. 
No, not that, that, that you. All right, well, <laughs> you're 51. <laughs> 51's old. <laughs> I knew I was short. But if if for some reason you want to go that route, I got arrows. I got everything other than yeah. broadheads and yeah. release we talked about. So yeah. we could definitely do that. And you can come over and shoot. You yeah. know, what's the worst that happens? You shoot, you know, someone. There's another one, and then I'm done again. Then I sell yeah. it again. <laughs> well, you can't sell it because it's mine. Yeah. That, yeah. Oh, oh, I'm borrowing it from you or buying it from you. Borrowing. That's my first. That's the bow I shot my first to buck oh, with. Perfect. So you, it's got good luck on it. Oh, got good luck. That's what I like to hear. Dude, I shot my first turkey with a bow with that thing. There you go. I'm just saying that bow's got good luck. Bought yeah. it in, bought it when I was in college. I tell you, because that's when everyone has money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, was the, I literally used uh, my student loan refund check to buy that bow. That checks out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at least you didn't go out and blow it on beer and stuff like that. You know. Yeah, that was the good thing with not drinking. Yeah. I had money for other dumb shit. Yep, it was yep. perfect. <laughs> yeah, I'll go. I'll go bow hunting. All right, sure. Um. So Levi had said he was wanted was talking about getting into filming. He wanted to do that. Is that yeah. something you might want to try as well, or what yeah. are you thinking? Yeah, I'm definitely. I've been looking at cameras. I'm going to get your opinion on stuff, but yeah, I definitely want to try self filming. We'll see what happens. If you thought hunting was hard already, this just throws another I know giant loop into. I know. It. Or I might even just get one of those. I was looking at the ones where you, they got like the, the little thing that holds your cell phone, but on your bow. But I'm worried about that, like throwing off the weight you know for shooting mm-hmm. they probably have to practice for that a lot i'd imagine yeah depending on like your stabilizer setup because like i have a front bar and a back bar yeah I'm you definitely can like doing that you can offset it with the back bar like the weight of that yeah when i was holding your bow that was really nicely balanced i'm definitely going to go with a longer stabilizer this year and maybe one out the back yeah it's just the the hardest part is getting used to that weight sure like of holding up that long but if you practice throughout the summer you'll be just fine yeah 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 i think i run a 12 inch bar on the front 10 on the back yeah which is probably extreme for bow hunting but you know you know heck it yeah i mean this this year i want to be proficient so i bet you i put i bet you i put 2,000 arrows in my bow this year if not more jesus i don't i was out there shooting every day yeah, the that, summer. that's good. I mean, it helps you get back into it. It sucks you didn't have the opportunity. Yeah, and it, to make you know, it gives happen. you that muscle memory and build your because you really don't realize how many muscles you actually use to pull a bow back that you don't use on a daily basis. Yeah, that's because there's these people who are like big lifters who can't like pull a bow back. Yeah, yeah, they and, don't have the muscle memory for it. Yeah, and like my 70 pound bow, I can draw back like it's nothing and shoot from my sidewalk. So, right, the cops love that in town. Yeah, <laughs> oh well, I mean, there's guys out there shoot 90, 95 pound bows too yeah that's a little overkill like i understand maybe if you're shooting like water buffalo in africa every week or something and you need that but for a white-tailed deer yeah like 73 is almost pushing it yeah like i I won't i won't probably never go heavier than 65 yeah maybe 70 both of those i shot this year full passers i believe it the first the the first one i shot was at 37 as Mm -hmm. well and like full on just like it hit her and zoomed right through her yeah so obviously that mean i mean it was good i didn't hit the shoulder blade right but uh yeah, if I'm doing that at 30-some yards, like, then obviously I'm shooting plenty of weight. Yeah, even with that that deer I shot right in the brisket, and if I would have hit him broadside, it would have been a pass-through. Yeah, I guess you use the uh, fixed broadheads, though. Yeah, I use 100-grade Muzzy. Yeah, so that definitely helps. I use the uh, I use expandable. Yeah. I use yeah. severed broadheads. Yeah. Hey, I'm just saying. Yeah. Look at the results. Yeah, I can't argue with that, I suppose. Yeah, I guess with, with broadhead and arrow, too, mine's... I think 450 grams, something like that, because I shoot a 350-gram arrow. Okay. Yeah, I got... If you ever want to actually weigh exactly what it is, I have a scale in my house. Oh, nice. Yeah, my arrows weigh 487.2, oh, no in kidding. case you're wondering. Huh. Yeah. Good to know. That's... Not, I, I find that to be my sweet spot. There's, I have friends who want to, like, shoot 600-grain arrows. I could see that if you're going elk hunting and stuff. You want that weight, but I don't think you need to go that heavy for... Whitetail, 450. So, you know, I actually hear people that hunt elk only shoot like 450 because really? they want to keep flat shooting because sure. you're in the dark timber. You don't want big loops. Sure. So well, that makes sense. Yeah. So I, I like, but like if you're, I think moose would be when you'd want to, you bulk up or like yeah. maybe yep. a giraffe or something. Giraffe, yeah. Giraffe with a bow. <laughs> That'd actually be pretty cool. Yeah. It would be, should we do it? Should that be our first, our first check we ever get from this podcast? Me, you, and uh, Levi go and try to shoot a giraffe. Hmm. I don't know. He didn't seem like he was on board. He doesn't no. want to shoot a giraffe. I would neck mount the hell out of that thing. But that, like, right as you walk into my house, there's a giraffe it looking at fit. you. Wait, I would take out the ceiling and <laughs> oh. make room. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, hold, cut a hole in your ceiling. It'll be fine. He's like, I got an upstairs right as you walk in. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's, we don't use it. But oh, I, I just thought it was the one floor. You, you didn't even look at my front of my house? <laughs> I didn't pay any attention. I just came in. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. 
no. But I, I do definitely excited for bow hunting, even though it's only January. Yeah, it literally yeah. just ended. Today, I know. Today's the, what, the 13th? Yeah, it ended three days ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're already chomping at the bit. Yeah. I don't, deer frustrated me this late season. That was, I went out once late season and I just, meh. Yeah. I, I'd burn myself out. I hunted about 40 times this year. Um, I was probably pretty close to that. I, uh, I saw lots of deer, but I only saw one shooter the whole year, which that's hard. Yeah. It's kind of sad. But then when you get them on camera, which obviously see, everyone says these cell cams kill all these big bucks. Well, I just must be a shit hunter then because I have all these, I have decent deer on camera and then I go out there and they're flipping me the middle finger from the neighbors. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's so frustrating. Yeah. I'm actually the the first deer I shot at for bow hunting. I wish I would have got him, but I'm really glad I didn't. It was beautiful 12 pointer. I bet you. We, my dad's got pictures of him. I think he he probably high 170s. And I was, I think I was 12 or 13, get drawback on him. I didn't realize, so my dad and I were getting ready to go eat breakfast, and he's like 300 yards away from me in his stand. I didn't realize he was coming to get me, and he was, I think, 75 yards away from me, watch, watching the whole thing. And I get drawback on him, got on his vitals, and I messed up, you know, being a little kid, and I looked at his antlers, and I gave, I got hair on him. And he went, he damn near ran over my dad. And he, my dad came down. It took him 15 minutes to get me out of the stand. Oh my, you were shaking that bad. I was shaking that bad. Like the adrenaline just dumped and I would, you know, yeah, pretty much having a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> that's I, every like deer I shoot, including the does, like that's how I, like I'll start shaking after I shoot. Yep. Like before I shoot though, I'm like killer In instinct. Yep. Yeah. And then after like the shot breaks, I just sit there like I'm having a, I don't know, epileptic attack or something. Yep. Yep. It's that's the best part. That's why you got to get into bow hunting. Yeah, I'll try. You will. Just don't give up like Levi did. Yeah, see, don't, don't see do the it. thing is, if I get into it, then I'm going to be like addicted, and I'm going to be like, that's the point. Year. Hey, yeah. that's I'll, the. Point. I'll call Wendling. We'll get you off at noon every single day from work. Then you can hunt every day of the season. Sounds good. Yeah, he's in. I got he's a number in. for you to call. <laughs> <laughs> Are they going to tell me some choice words? Probably. Yeah. Well, worth shot. You never know. What's the worst? Thing, what's the worst thing they say? No, so you're yeah, exactly. Good. I mean, yeah. can't really go after you for asking, yeah. dude. Exactly. Is there anything else we need? No, I think I think that's it. Is anything anything else you want to do this year? I guess I don't think so. My goals stayed the same. Yeah. I'm still aiming for the wall or not at all. Yep, yep. And obviously, get the food plots in, but yeah, I don't really think I have anything else. Yeah. Well, I guess too. Hopefully, if everything goes right, fingers crossed, might try elk hunting this year down Colorado. Yeah, you were talking about that in September. Yeah. So we'll see if that comes to fruition or not. I don't know, but I really hope it does. Yeah, that would be sweet. Just go hiking in the mountains. I don't care. I mean, yeah, it would be great to come back with something because I'll probably – I don't care if it's a cow. You shoot first spike. legal yeah. animal. Yeah. First legal elk. And even if it's a big cow, I might even just get that shoulder melon too. That, so that would be awesome. I'm going to let you know right now, it takes up a lot more room than a whitetail melon. Oh, I know it does. <laughs> I got room. We'll find room. Oh, I'm sure. There's there's some pictures of planes over there on the wall. We could take them down for an elk. Oh, yeah. I would take that down for an elk. <laughs> Even if it's got to sit on the floor, I don't care. <laughs> Pedestal mount. Done. Yep. Done deal. That'd be right in the living room, right as you walk in. Yeah. Jill? That. Yep. Yeah. She, she's Perfect. In. I love her. Yep, me too. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I think that kind of wraps it up for today, huh? Parker, you got anything else? Not. I don't think so. Thank you for coming on. Yeah, thanks, man. Appreciate yeah, thanks it. Thanks for having me, guys. Thank yeah. you for uh, helping me do the grueling task of feeding deer. Yeah, thanks yeah. for the, the ass kick of a hike today, I suppose. Hey, I'm telling you what, if you <laughs> hang around me, we keep doing it. Oh, I don't care. I might bitch about it a little bit, but I'll always go out and help you. I enjoy doing that I, stuff. I appreciate so. that yeah. big time. So if that's it, then uh, as we always end the podcast, stay safe. Enjoy the hunt. And know the outdoors.